It's the Villains Talk Show. Woo woot! Hello. This is the day. Hello, everybody. And it's the Villains Talk Show on podcast. I the day of talking. <laughs> I, as always, am one of your hosts, C4. Um, hopefully to be joined with the elusive gentleman, but for now, just accompanied with my good friend and partner in crime, Insaniac. Oh, oh. The Viking and Greasy Boy, unfortunately, have to work early tomorrow, so they will not be joining us this stream. But uh, that's fine. We'll have a, a bit of a shorter one today. Uh, like I said, hopefully the elusive gentleman will join us. Uh, but before we get to all that, as always, I'd like to thank our patrons for the wheel and Ruchala. Um, I also like to thank anyone out there listening to the show. Um, if you want to help us, just you know, spread the word of the villains talk show. You don't even have to like or any of that stuff you could just spread our name just tell people about us don't even have to do any of the other stuff just, you know talk about this this cool show that makes you laugh sometimes and talks about stupid shit which then everyone will be like oh so everyone on the internet <laughs> how unique <laughs> twist but today, a link tree and all that fun stuff. There, there is a link tree somewhere. We got just like Somebody just like just that. like every girl on Twitter who has an OnlyFans. We also have a link tree. Yep. <laughs> with more links. Uh, so I am here with Insaniac, and um, because it's us two, I haven't told him what the what the topic is, and he also has a topic that he hasn't told me. So it'll be it'll be fresh takes on both on both our takes. But it's too bad, because uh, earlier in the week, uh, well, 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 why don't we start there? So, Insaniac has taken himself off all social media. I know, scary. scary. Not all social media, just two, literally two. They're pretty much all the social. What? Well, well, do you have Instagram? I never had an Instagram. Do you have a Twitter? That was one of the ones I deleted myself off. But I'm re I'm trying to readjust for my for my actual thing. I'm trying to just set it apart for a different thing. All right. Do you have uh do you have a TikTok? No, God, why? And then you deleted your Facebook. Yeah, just my personal Facebook. So I'm he's I was completely deleted time. himself off all social media. <laughs> my goodness. The one social media network. <laughs> My goodness. I'm sorry, Meta. It's too good for you. I still have, I still, YouTube still knows me. Twitch still knows me. <laughs> also, for those who want to check me out on Ranked One, which is a gaming uh, social media setup, you can check me out on there. Like your Ranked uh, One in the gaming social media? No, it's a website called Rank1.global. Oh, okay. It's a gaming profile social media where you can share it. It's literally video game stuff. That's all it is. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot to say we're sponsored by the likeness.com. Just likeness.com. Justlikeness.com, our sponsor. Go check them out for free. I have not deleted all my social media. I'm trying to readjust to just have it so <laughs> it's just my YouTube stuff as my social media. Okay. Not like me personally. But you're still technically so, off I, all social media. 
I wasn't really on all social media to begin with. But what little you were on, you're now off. Sure. I guess. I mean, on some. You're you're only on I feel like YouTube. You're, I feel like I feel like you're I think you're like you're well, making social media, a, um, a social media out of a mohilla. Social media is like Twitter is literally Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. There's other forums I talk on and stuff too. I was actually like looking up other stuff. Yeah, but I mean like the like the main ones, the one that everyone's on. Even the kids. My goodness. I can see you on TikTok. You know? No, God, why would I ever <laughs> You know, there's a lot of truckers on TikTok. You would not believe. These truckers have that... like thousands and thousands of people watching their videos and they're spewing their vitriol on TikTok and I'm like, ah. Good to know. I don't know. I'm not I don't like I'm not a preacher, man. I'm not looking to, <laughs> to to sit there and do my thing. I just try to put out what it, what I feel is my correct and honest. That's it. On to today's right. topic, so, actually topic. But I'm trying to I'm trying to be a video game nerd, and with your quizzical nature, sir. Everyone out there who's who's watching and listening to the show, except Insaniac, knows what the topic is. At least my topic, and that is Marstralia. I was gonna say I, I did get a tease of it when you went live. It says it beside your your name. It says Australia uh, streaming. Ah, Marstralia. I got now, I got a tease at the title name. Now I'll, I'll I'll read you this little blurb. So me and the likeness we had a brainstorm. Yeah. Um, and here was the brainstorm. That Elon Musk is trying to do what the British did in the seventeen hundred. At the same time, he's also trying to do, tr trying to steal the idea that Douglas Adams had in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So, in the book Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, there's a planet called Gallifrichum that used poets to make up fake stories about the end of the world. It convinced the idiots, and so the planet built three arcs for the entire population. It was first come, first serve. So on the first arc, once the first arc left, the others never did, shooting all the idiots into perpetual orbit of the planet while the planet pretends to be inhabitable. Now that's what happens in the Douglas Adams stories. So me and the likeness think that yeah, what, like a Mars story, yeah. what the Mars arc is, because it is also first come, first serve, is it's a colonization project. And there's no return. So the idea is that actually what Elon Musk is doing is he's creating these arcs to send as many idiots as he can to Australia. And so Australia will essentially build up as a colony and it will be Marstralia. It will be like the modern Australia of our time. That's an interesting theory. I feel like there's a lot of holes. But, oh, but, but, but please, po please poke them. I will fill them. I mean, well, I feel like so from the things that I've I've at least seen about uh, stuff that Elon's talked about, a lot of things that he's talked towards uh, trying to colonize Mars. Um, he talks about not just colonizing Mars, but also stabilizing it. Right? He's not. Um, from what I understand, he doesn't intend to just, I don't, that's, that's a theory, you know, it's an interesting theory, but from what I understand, he doesn't just intend to try to 
just wants to put a, a ship there with a group of scientists, like he fully intends to and hopefully restore that planet, right, and make it a habitable, habitable neighboring planet to us. Now, I hear you, and good point, but I counter with anyone who's on social media like Twitter will know that Elon Musk has a propensity for posting stupid things and having okay. an entire army of idiots that follow him on Twitter. See, so, and that's also why I left social media, because uh, it's a uh, lot of it uh, is stupid. Uh, <laughs> but he, he literally... Uh, doesn't garnish he um he gardens he essentially cultivates this stupidity and this whole cult around him so i i argue that yes maybe he will send some time scientists but i guarantee the majority of those are of those arcs will be packed with elon musk thumping idiots that will literally be shot out into space i feel like if anything they'll be the the test subjects for anything physically stress testing if anything goes wrong yeah and that can that can spread to a wide variety of things so you're i don't think you're wrong could you imagine (laughs) a a thousand people lifts off and just barely makes it past the moon then goes boom like how much that would stifle the human space project i mean there's a lot there would be a lot of questions though like because I don't think their first thought would be, like, an assault, you know? There would be a, either a sabotage or something went wrong, right? That would be a, the, probably the most forward thought, I would think. Unless there was direct evidence otherwise. Like, a, from what I know, the government tries to hide. I mean, uh, UA, shooting rockets UAV out of out of now. the Earth's orbit is not an easy thing. It's the reason why rocket no, science not. is considered hard. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Let's, let's give... Well, because gravity is different in space. <laughs> you know let's let's give there it's non-existent uh, absolutely very very tough you know that's where like i i like quantum physics it's a lot uh, it's a very deep dive into understanding that kind of astrophysics on a somewhat explainable level because a lot of modern science just goes i don't know could you imagine <laughs> elon musk fills an entire arc full of flat earthers and, like, the moment when they finally leave the Earth and see it's round, like, what, what will happen to their entire life perspective? See, I feel I feel like they would never even, even, I feel like even if they got there, they would not be satisfied. Because it's still, like, when you're looking at it, you're seeing a 2D perspective. You're not going to see the full, like, effect of well, the 2D wouldn't planet. Well, the, they would expect to see a flat plane where they could see the entire planet, right? And they, technically, they kind of would. That's what I mean, right? Cause, but if you're looking at this and it... A lot of people won't won't have that. Like stupid people don't have that depth of perception in space all the time. Well, they'd right? see like, the planet really rotating. Like, come on, you've seen videos yeah, from the space maybe. station. Once they get far enough away, they'd see a rotating circular ball. They would not yeah, see a flat giant disc that's just. There would be the there would be a number of people that would be intelligent enough, but uh, there are also a lot of people who'd be like, "See, it's it's flat. We can see it from here." <laughs> like, there's. You know, like sending but, Earth. There's always going to be. Back to there's Earth. always going to be a dumbass who denies it. Proof that's flat. Yeah, like, like I swear I saw, like from even from in space, man. It was like the what? What? what it was this flat space. All the 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 landmass kept moving. It would disappear after it would go off the edge. You wouldn't see. It. It's like the it was rotating underneath it or something. <laughs> 
you know, they may make up some other stupid theory that would just explain away the nonsense, right? That it's sitting on, like, a plateau in the background and we can't actually yeah, tell. Yeah, or like, it's the, the world is a treadmill. The, world is, the new theory is the world is a treadmill. That's what it will be. <laughs> the world is a treadmill. <laughs> we just can't feel it. Because gravity. Every time God's gracious foot lands upon us, the earth has another miracle. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel the footfall of God? <laughs> See? So what would happen uh, so what would happen to to those religions once they reach Mars? So you know you know there'd be mission there's gonna be missionaries that go to Mars. Oh, of course. Up. I mean religion isn't gonna wouldn't stop because space exploration still happens. Do you think do you think the religion's gonna evolve that Jesus like they found a book oh my god. Mars Mormons? Eventually, eventually oh my god. that might happen. Mars where they'll, Mormons. They'll find, like okay and it, it could put yourself it's hard to prove that authenticity. Put yourself a thousand like, years from now. Okay? Try to try to put yourself a thousand years from now. Mars is colonized. Can you fathom like I can? That there's going to be some guy who's going to be like, you know what? I found a book of Jesus on Mars. Here's my proof. Oh, oh yeah. Mars Mormons. Yeah. See, well, that's what I mean. Is there's, that's what I was thinking at that point. But there, there'll be, there'll, there will be probably things like that. And what, what's to say that might actually like happen? Maybe like, when he's like, oh, we found some Christian like, or you know, some old. Like a relic we found from the time bones past. of an angel. It, re it, it, it rewrites history, and suddenly you have to, you know, follow it this way. Right. <laughs> That's obviously at some point going to happen. We found the bones of an angel. Mars was the true testing ground of God. Perhaps the Garden of yeah. Eden. Yeah, exactly. See, and then every, every world worldview will switch and change over the over See, like. But we're just who, stealing. Who we're just earth. stealing Doom's plotline and just reversing it. I mean, Doom had the idea that Mars was actually hell back in the nineties. <laughs> well, I mean, that's fair, and I it just right? depends though, right? Because like nowadays with our with the telescope and stuff that they've seen, like there's a lot more other places that oh, fuck, who knows where we end up, right? Well, I don't remember what it was called now because I don't. The James, oh, it's called the James something telescope. Yeah. Mm. It recently put up a lot of new pictures oh, about galaxies pretty far away and like uh, new planets and stuff. My like mind that, so. immediately wants to say James Woods, but I know that's not right. <laughs> was, I think it was it was Hubble or something like that. Or no, Hubble Hubble's or... Hubble's no longer the thing. Now it's this. Well, no, no I, I know, I know the Hubble one was a different one, but I thought the that new was hotness, different. as it were, is this new telescope, which I will find out. We're just gonna call it the new hotness for now. Um, the yeah, the new hotness. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, there's a lot of other planets that they, that one has seen that could be like life. It just depends on how we gotta. We definitely gotta figure out our shit first and figure out the next, the, the second one after. You know, in a sense, the James Webb. Like, James Webb. Jed's web, that's what it was, yeah. Um, it, I I think we could totally like recall recolonize Mars or even have a sister planet in Mars if we actually could get our shit together. No, if we colonize Mars, it's gonna be lit it, like I like I Marstralia isn't just a name for like being a joke. Like they, I literally guarantee, 
thousand years from now, if we truly colonize Mars, if you are a Martian and you were born on Mars, you are a second-class citizen in terms of the global citizenry. I guarantee, because uh, I know how humans that are. Movie? I can't remember. They, they, they did that. They did I that know how humans are. Total recall. Total recall. Yeah. It will be yeah. total recall. It's total recall. It will be looked back as, like, historically accurate. Except yeah, maybe not I, so. I feel like a I feel like a lot of like post apocalypse movies are kind of like that. They're just like random like offshoots that like what could possibly happen and maybe we'll be right. Oh my know? god! Do you know how 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 erect a director must be thinking about the fact that in some post apocalyptic future, there's some asshole watching their movie and thinking, oh my god, they predicted everything. This guy was yeah. this guy must have been touched by God. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that director who did the book of Eli, I would say pretty much already did that. <laughs> I mean, kind of. It was a but good no, movie, but I, I, I think the only people who will get to go to Mos- Australia or sorry, I keep wanting to say Australia. <laughs> the people yeah, who, like you want to say Australia. The people who will only get sent to Australia will be workers. So, like, blue-collar workers, basically, if it's construction or just any of that oh, kind of probably, work. Yeah, it would probably and, come on production planet. I don't think it has a lot of overall resources. But there's tons of metal. Yeah. What are you talking about? That's, that's why it's Well, that's, right, that's what I said. Production. That's what I'm saying. So what much I mean, iron. Right? So, you have, a, a, bunch of, company, you have right? a bunch of factory. And, yeah, a bunch of yeah, blue. factory, industrial. A bunch of construction, construction workers, a bunch of factory workers, and then scientists. So you're gonna have a huge degree. You're gonna have a huge difference already in the population in terms of education level. And then on top of that, on top of that, majority of those resources will be mined and sent to Earth. And especially if you're a company from Earth sending workers to go build these factories on Mars, you're not you're not looking to pay tariffs as if they're countries, like. I yeah, guarantee well, well, the first plat- the first company doing that probably like, will find Mar- it. And like not have they've to pay already anything. talked about how Mars is going to basically be the same as a moon. Will will be a non a non colonization. Like you can't claim it. You can have a colony there, yeah. but you can't claim that this is America. So yeah, that means that you all of a sudden you have the pro- the propensity for a free market, like a true free market in space, which I like when you're looking at a planet that doesn't have natural oxygen natural green natural green and natural oceans like even if you were able to terraform it to the point where there is some ocean i doubt well, that mars be stable right so it would have to have some kind of water system that actually works uh, mike mars does have ice caps but no, I, just, I know that but i would have to have a stable like life support system right i just Not don't think it would ever i just don't think earth because people are so greedy would ever let mars have either its own government unless it fights for it or like well yeah i would say that's the way it would happen as if it if it anything it would be there would be a, a planet takeover once the planet was established that would be if anything yeah. when it happened mars otherwise like, yeah it would just be its own kind of thing like there because there would be no way once once you had fully established a point unless you had made it 
had a, a genuine like democratic co cooperation there would be really no way to fundamentally guarantee any partnership after it's been fully stable right? exactly so it just be it would just be left to its own i'd almost imagine like 500 years from now it would be like borderlands once the terraforming was actually completed yeah. at first it could bring some plant life it would act like if you're thinking like total recall just like just that well, that's where it's going to start. But I'm air. hoping it'll eventually. Get I would like imagine it would go Borderlands style and go Wild West. Yeah, then... well, that's where I hope. It, that's where I figure it would start. But I would hope it would eventually become like, kind of like like it's like a the Desert Arabia. Eventually, you'd see pockets of oasis popping up. Eventually, here and there, slowly you'd why... see green regrowing. But no, I agree. You know, like I think eventually green would come back. But then again, it would be have to be native vegetation to mars which who knows what that would yeah look of course like. maybe it's purple i mean true from what i yeah that's fair that's um, a lot of things what i can look at from what i i think i remember like people talking about studies or things about some vegetation they had found on Mars, but it was like frozen or like fossilized it would probably be frozen or fossilized because they do have ice caps i was gonna say though i think one of the reasons why kind of going on a little bit of a tangent why Cowboy Bebop, if anyone out there has never seen it, you probably should, is so beloved is because it's such a brutal reality view of what the universe will look like, like a thousand or like 1500 years from now. No. I always figured it was going to be further. like Star Wars. It's even further. I don't. I think Cowboy Bebop is right. Like you eventually have companies that grow so massive and so lucrative that they essentially own entire planets. Yeah, and like the have... Outer Worlds kind of story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was, I, I, I thought things could go that way. I'd be, I'd be really, I feel like it'd be really remiss in a certain sense because it would be very similar. Because you know, there'd be you'd no... get a lot of people that would be poli the... tied off by policy and all these things. They wouldn't do anything. The way that Cowboy Bebop explains it, I'm not sure how Outer Worlds does it. Is that there's just there's doesn't matter how much regulation you put in. There's no way to actually stop the growth of a company because once you get a planet that has really no life and not, like you could exploit it as much as you want. Yeah. And like, there's nothing. There's the literally way, like, no, like, like what are you scared but of? That depends. That depends on if you have to take it to a different, like worldview in a sense, right? Cause you could, you could technically in a sense claim that the planet itself is a living being, but you'd have to take a lot of measurements to genuinely prove that. Yeah, I was going to say, if that life, lock. if that, if that planet is even functionally producing life to be categorized as a living planet to begin with. Right. So that would really depend. Cause if it's not, then you just keep it that way and use it as whatever you want. Right. And although it's a really nice way because it is a historically, what is it? It's a, like a, isn't that an ancient Chinese uh, belief that the planet is one being? Anyway, it's a really nice way to look at it, but I'll say I, I, I might be. I, I'm kind of a Taoist, and it's under it's one in that sense. Under the 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 steaming awesomeness of progress, <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't be rooted in the the trivial aspects of whether something's alive or not. Well, that depends on that's that's a corporate outlook on it, right? If that's the way that it progresses, but that's, then that's, that's obviously going to be the way that it looks. That's just the right? way that majority of people with money 
look at it and people with money that's exactly that's exactly have, the same thing as a corporate outlook but that's the that's, it's this it's one yeah, the because, same right because there because there is no yeah there is no modern difference nowadays other than a, a family you can't even own like, point or a corporate franchise even if it's not right. a corporate outlook and it's not the corporate the corporation's direction if they need money and you have someone who is an investor who has tons of money and that's their outlook the corporation will adopt their outlook like it, it's all about the money. It's always about the money. Well, I understand that. I'm, what I mean is that it just it's there's the corporate outlook still is going to be the same no matter what, right? Like it's not it's still overlying about profits, and I'm sure it might look like maybe somebody wants it in blue this time, and maybe somebody wants it in orange, whatever color they want to paint it, and it doesn't really profits. change. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't matter because that's all it's about, right? It's about the bottom line in that sense, and that's how to how to further continue that that train of, of production mm. and that's you know it's it's that's in the way of if you're going to go with outer worlds it's kind of a similar thing right it's you you have and i think that's something that um, borderlands goes with too right you have each company end up kind of like owns a different planet you have doll it's a weapons company and it owns like one you see that in borderlands 3 a lot if you end up playing that one um you go planet hopping pretty much and you get to see some of these different ones are owned pretty much by different companies like i think atlas almost owned um I can't remember the name of what the original first Borderlands planet was, but then Hyperion was trying to fight them for ownership. Pandora. Pandora, yes, that's that's the planet. Thank you. But yeah, and eventually Hyperion, I think, ends up getting crashed, and I think Atlas was was out before Hyperion. Funny, you're mentioning an Australian-made game. Australia. (laughs) Yeah, well, it just depends if that's if that you know. There's a lot of. Future is never really uh, set in stone. It just depends on where, uh, or is where it? the people decide to work. If you believe in string theory, technically it is. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of potential of where you think that could go, right? Quantum <laughs> physics and, and like this very deep leap. Anyway, that was that was what I had for for my topic today. What, what about you, bud? Very. You, you had something uh, for yeah, me so, too. Yeah. So, so I mean, I mean, just randomly going through my email, I. I for those who uh, who are on Twitter, um, who check out a, a, a reporter named Keenan Baxter, or uh, who are familiar with the counter signal, uh, I was just checking out uh, one of the emails I got, which the show talked about uh, one of the newer updates from uh, his his article was about the economic forum as uh, having apparently uh, they're they're working in collaboration to bring uh, drones to to bring healthcare and equity and vaccinations and medicine to the Indian the people of India uh, to uh, accelerate the transformation of inefficient health supply chains to digital resi- resilient infrastructure that reduces wastage and, pres- and improves health outcomes yeah and uh, apparently they've had like 300 different trials that have gone on so far so I don't know wait, wait. interesting later well, uh, more apparently they did an organ transplant so they're using drones? Yeah. To Transporting medicine. To deliver, deliver vaccine, medicine. Deliver organs. Organs too, dude. <laughs> and that's it? Well, it's just, it's it's uh, it's trial right now that they're doing in India. They're in the midst of giving medicine from the sky initiative. Holy what's called. shit. All right. You've heard it here first on the Villains Talk Show. I fucking guarantee you guys. Anyone who's who's listening to this, it's never happened before in human history, but I will guarantee this is will happen. 
maybe not in the next five years, but give it about 10 years and it'll start happening in places like India first and then it'll start to spread. And what's going to happen, mm -hmm. guys, is you're going to have highly, highly intelligent kids who are good with computers, who are literally taken from their families and shoved into small rooms with computers. And what they'll be forced to do is they'll be forced to hack these drones and bring the uh, person who has them trapped, the the criminals, the gang, whatever, these organs and or medicines who will then sell them on the black market. And it'll become extremely hard to trace it first because they won't have an exact way of tracing the drones once they've been hacked. So it'll become a huge cyber war where you will start seeing drones and hacked ones will veer off their path towards essentially these war, these drug lords who will have these who will accumulate these organs and these drugs and then sell them on the black market because of the demand. I guarantee it's gonna no. I you'll have, you'll have fucking because that'll eventually have to change. They'll have to change their infrastructure around to like doing a lot more technical like resalvage. One of the like most China has. innovative things in life in, in, in when, when okay when you study politics you study uh one of the topics you study is invention right and it's a weird topic because it's the it's the idea of inventing the idea of progress and it's a really weird class but one of the things they tell you is the drivers of invention the true drivers of invention in society is conflict and crime and as far back as you can, through almost all of human history, except for one thing, all of human progress has been made out of conflict and crime. And so it is. It is. I would kind of. I I wouldn't disagree, but I would add that, that like things have gotten have had some progression in in this. Yeah, I would say in the past like couple years because our I would say. There hasn't been too much conflict in the way of certain things in the no, past, I'd say, 10 war. to 20 years. Definitely, definitely, definitely before, like I'm saying past 10 to 20 years. I'm not saying a huge amount of time. Definitely, you're, you're mostly right, like 100%. But, but look at Obama at ending but the I, Iraq. It has been a bit more. Lately. How, how he ended the, the war on terror, drones. And those were developed, un, those were massively funded and developed under the Bush administration yeah. during the whole, the entirety of the Iraq war. But it was, and now it was we something have... they were already kind of looking into sometime before. Like it definitely hit, no, hit the right. military contracting. But like for there's sure, hit the military hundreds forward, but... of things the military are looking into. It's what they oh, have yeah, funding yeah. for that they have to, they literally have to go through R&D and figure out what they have funding for. But if they find all of a sudden they have funding for drones... Because people don't want the Americans going in and dying in, in Iraq no, or the Middle that. East. All of a sudden, they had all this funding for drone technology. And now, now because there was so much military funding for that drone technology during conflict, drones are now ubiquitous. And drones are now becoming a household item. You can get them cheap. You can get faster. You can get large drones. Drones are now delivering packages. Yeah. 
you, and you this could is... get drones before this. That so I wouldn't say quite that. To, you you are quite right. There's a lot more advancement. It's gotten quite like more advanced but you these can days. Get... In the way that, but but you could you could always get like the same kind of drones, like larger like four four propeller drones that you could hobbyists would get. But they were definitely like a unique item. Right? Exactly. It, it and it became the ubiquity because there was so much funding put into it. So now it was cheaper parts. Now instead of a drone yeah. like 20 30 years ago when they were out costing you like almost a thousand dollars to buy you can buy the same drone now for maybe a hundred bucks because the parts are cheaper. yeah or you can get like a the, you can the get like a cheaper uh, like the a r&d one, is right? there now that's that's yeah. that's what the idea is and then crime crime also fuels invention because crime will always think of new and better ways to get around stuff and so you have um think like the idea of um oh what was it i just had it in my head um modern distilleries right so modern distilleries for alcohol um the old ones used to be these massive things that were very cumbersome and didn't exactly make the best alcohol but because distilleries had to go underground when during the prohibition era you have all these distilleries that basically perfected smaller and more efficient ways of making alcohol. And so now that became the norm. Invention in the, the alcohol. The one thing I would say, though, in the tough part of it, in the, say of, in the specific, specific sense of like, um, like food items, it's tough to really nail down that kind of like level of advancement. It's hard to improve on something that was originally done like thousands of years ago by a person who like as a chef i, I find that one a little tough to kind of pitch to me but maybe to somebody food, else food is different food 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 is literally same with alcohol though alcohol is still like something that people like people but... had made meat and things so long ago as a way to really just enjoy and relax so it's it's really hard to like it's just in the th in the past thousands of years it has but that's what that's what i mean it, like the there was never really there was like... never a need to advance it but then all of a sudden there was a whole country There's... that pro, that pro, that made it illegal no that's, that's I'm so hasn't... glad you said that because that's exactly I what I'm getting I wouldn't say there wasn't at. a need there was just a, there was just a way to expedite it they had definitely advanced it a lot faster but... and made it a lot easier and and found different ways to hide it this right? is it why you have cold this is why it. you have cold beer in the United States and nowhere else in the world this is why everywhere else it's warm lager because they've do it they've done it the same way for hundreds and hundreds of years, but in United States during the Prohibition era, they didn't have time to let the beer get warm, and so when it came out and they would compress it using compressed gas, it made it cold, and so they served the beer cold, and. That's like that like in a traditional sense that's that's not so much an evidence point though either that can happen at any point you know like i like i don't like i you're right in that point i don't disagree it's definitely a ch obvious change but like traditionally is a hard thing to really point at because anyone could really just kind of break I, i'm that just like what happens with families and, you know I'm just saying, but look at look at what's happened now. Like look at a hundred. Like I said, you're mostly. I don't. I don't disagree in the way you're, just, what you're saying. Just, it's just certain examples. It's a small change, but look at a hundred years later. Now, cold beer is only. So, I mean, it's it, you go to Europe, it's all warm, which is fine, but you go to America and it's all cold beer because because of this because of crime, because of crime doing this so that they could sell illegal alcohol to Americans. 
it's I now would, become I better... a widespread stable. That that's all that's I all the that's all the point of progression is. Is progression the argument is, is progression's pushed by by either crime I, or war. I would say I would narrow those two down to say that progress that progression is advanced by trends, not so much but and trends can can fall under that umbrella of having conflict or crime. But I feel like there's other things that. Assist but trends as can well. be regressive too. You can have trends that are just. They like... can. They can. They can. But but a lot of but but efficiency still lasts the, the the test of time, right? So even if things go regressive, if it's still not useful and it doesn't work over time and people don't like it, people will still fight to have the other thing, right? And or they'll stop buying it overall. Here's another. Here's another one. I'm I'm looking up while I'm talking to you. So. The reason why stream cameras and cameras are so much better on your phones and stuff is directly connected to CCTV. Because oh, yeah, absolutely. So since CCTV for the 90s and 80s was so blurry, it was hardly usable in court, money was invested by different police forces and, and state governments across America to different camera companies to develop better recording technologies. And so like, res- I, I, I definitely, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. I, I, I just, I just want. wanted to point out, like I was going to, like I was thinking what you're saying and I'm looking up streamer cameras and I'm like, ah, this is crime. <laughs> the reason I have such a good That's, camera is because of crime. <laughs> I, I would definitely, I would, I would say that I would attribute that to the, to one of the few successes of capitalism, of, of directed capitalism, right? A lot of things can be really achieved with, a currency if it's if the focus is directed to a project that you really need done and you have the right kind of persuasion behind it it'll it'll get done fucking quickly right and it'll get the right done kind of the right kind of force like if you have if you have a lot of backing well yeah. persuasion force whatever money there's a lot of different ways that comes from mm-hmm. right so well money but talks. like if you <laughs> that's what i mean right and that's a capitalist kind of thing and it, it's it has its benefits and there there can be a, a huge surge and a push in research and, and development really quickly and we get a lot of advanced technologies because of it but then there's also times because of that other places end up becoming lacking in certain things but it just it depends on where that that force is being met with a need for business and and as well as equal amount of profits for the company to want to feel invested in right hmm. Well, I mean, some companies do make money at a loss, but I do hear what you're saying. And well, and that's where there are there's always an overall because that's where you have people that there's always and that for me, in my opinion, I don't I don't I think there is a society that could be set up with potentially out currency and based off kind of like time in a sense. Like, I don't, I don't know if you've seen that in time movie from just from like, of just course like I wouldn't I, I wouldn't set it up the same stupid way of like in tied time. to your, your fucking body. But like as a bank account, you know, as as it monitors your your work, so time you put in is what you can be used for currency. But at the same time, I think people could have like basic needs. So like every basic needs are free, but after that, anything extra or excess, you have to actually work for and do something about. You know, I you think have to we've talked about that society. horrible Justin Timberlake movie a few times on the show. It is pretty terrible. <laughs> it is pretty terrible. It's great concept, pretty terrible. Um, but like. It's, I don't know, it just depends on where things go, because, like, you're, you could focus things in that sense, and when you have that, you have the potential to have people more focused on a passion, and I think if, in, and I see it more in my industry, so maybe it's just my bias in that sense, because I work with either soulless cooks or passionate chefs, and a soulless cook is useless 
and does nothing. And a passionate chef drives the kitchen and drives our industry and gets us paid. If we don't have that, nothing happens. So it really makes a difference in my industry when you have somebody that actually cares about where the food comes from, where where it's invested from, who eats it, if they enjoy it. Is the it people sad? who are participating in every want... step actually want to be part of it, you know? All I want is one passionate chef and a bunch of mindless cooks. And that's a lot of times that's oh. an equal for success, right? You just need a lot of a person who knows how to direct it. But because then that per, that chef will teach the other people in time how to figure shit out. Because that's how you have an intelligent individual. But it's not, it's, I, in my opinion, you need that in every industry. Every industry? Who cares about where the money is going? Who has the money? Who who does, you know, what they do with their money? If it impacts their lives, this client is... Yeah, the boss. The, doing that's it for, that's you know, the point of the boss, reg- man. But even then, like, it's such a low standard these days where nothing, It's it's become to the point where, like legitimately like you're you're wasting your time and your money hoping that a company will will genuinely put in that drive from their from their ceo and it's it's more put into just put out more of the same thing right and change you know don't change it if it ain't broke but that doesn't improve at all that doesn't make anything better and eventually it does break over time and it's maybe not one maybe not over like right away but like one step at a time and people can see that right especially if it comes five six seven years at a time it, it starts to be noticeable that slow things are breaking down right and it just it, it requires someone to actually have that passion to be like yes i love this job even if you're not you know find a passion whatever the fuck it is if you want to be you know the janitor there's got to be at least somebody in in your industry or at least a handful of these people that actually drive that because if you don't there's not there's no there's no care put into your shit and every time you get your shit it's always going to fall apart if it's if it's goods in the way of electronics if it's your your clothes your food if it's just like your your car if even like you get this shit from a machine a machine is only last supposed to last a certain amount of time right but somebody who actually takes the time to look over that shit and make sure it's actually done well and it's made properly after it's been made and notices all the fucking errors and mistakes because sometimes the shit doesn't check it over. If you don't, it all falls apart and you get it for like, like look at American production. That's one thing that my, my dad used to talk about when we were a while ago. You, My dad used to get, got a American microwave when I was like younger and this thing lasted for probably almost 30 years. And you get a microwave today, and it lasts, like, maybe 10-ish. Like, if that or any other, like, kind of any technology-based like that, things are made to break down because it makes you buy another one, right? It's not exactly made to last longer. But then, like, you could sell more in warranty. But they're like also that. cheaper. That's the whole point, right? Like, they they aren't made to last longer, but they're cheaper and lighter. That's that's where the tra- you get the trade-off. That's... So That's, now it's not exactly it, worth instead of it you know? instead of it being like an entire paycheck now you can afford one for like a hundred bucks and it doesn't break the bank but it's still it's not exactly worthwhile trade when you're paying some for something that lasts half the time like I, I pay for it shoes becomes more like, ubiquitous like, though like like All I pay sudden... 10 bucks for shoes. But, but they last like a month or two, right? But that's the whole argument. Another ten dollars for another shoes. You've had people arguing for years that they can't afford something, and there's a huge gap in terms of wealth, and so you start making things that are cheaper, more ubiquitous, so that 
other people with less incomes and who are in a lesser bracket can afford these things. No, and I don't disagree. It's just cheaper shouldn't mean lesser quality in a sense. You know, it should, or lesser. But sometimes care. it has to. Sometimes it has to. I I understand for a bottom line there has to, but at the same time, if you're a boss, and this this is what I mean, is if you have the boss that cares, then you put you put the effort to so that doesn't right. You make that negative into a positive, because that's your job. It's just. I mean, I hear you. It's just a lot harder to do that because you're right. Your whole, it's definitely your whole harder, point, right. your whole point, is you want to make money, right? And you also have to pay your employees, and you have your own costs. And on top of that, you have to make a product that's going to be relatively cheap, but at the same time, still has to at least produce somewhat of a profit every time you sell one. And you could spend time on quality, but that's more money you're putting into your product which means you have to sell it at a higher price or else you're making less of a profit margin. If your if your profit margin turns goes from like 9% down to 5, then you have to start laying off people because you're not making enough money to stay afloat. I understand. What I what I would say is if you had my my thought process if you had more of these people with that passionate outlook in key specific places, your efficiency goes up much higher. Because they're more willing to do things on their off time, more things to patch pitch in on certain things. Not every time. Mm. I, it's it. It's not something that would probably be noticeable over time. But for something that I see in my industry, it is something that's very noticeable. And I think if, if it, like I said, if you had a few, if if certain industries had few more of these people in key places, it would be very impactful. Maybe not everybody. Not everyone has to fucking be you know, super, super, whatever you are at that job. It's just having somebody in these positions. Like, cause there's a lot of people that are fucking in management positions that aren't fucking well suited to because people just panic and hire whoever instead of, you know, just getting set up. There isn't a lot of support in my opinion to help with that. Like trying to like, I, I nowadays with the internet, there's a bit more with LinkedIn and stuff like that, where you can find job social medias and set up like a career network. And it makes it easier to find some people like this. But, like, hopefully it could be better, you know. And one day I'm hoping that's something that could be at where it, it helps support a lot of that and help finding, you know, putting these people in the right spots and making that difference because I, I, I genuinely think it would have a lot more of an impact. You know, you have, you know, those Chef Boyardee's guys, right? The mm -hmm. Chef Boyardee is just a dude who some italian you know foreigner yeah, I, I, got it, I got it i got it i'm explaining it for our audience in a sense but you know he's he he was an italian foreigner who moved to america and he wanted to make italian food for for people who came here to have something authentic and he ended up that need that that conflict that trend established a, a, a need for canned italian food right and that brought about a new way to preserve and, and process and sell uh, different types of food, right? In a new form and a new way to, to market to different kinds of people, right? You have, canned food is so, you know, critical nowadays for the American culture. You it's know, so it's, critical. It's, it's, canned food is a staple. It makes up Fuck, like, but it, it preserves so much and it makes up like probably like 90% of most food, right? Did you see the picture, like the old picture of uh, the Colonel from Kentucky Fried Chicken? Oh, the old one. I don't think I've seen it. Uh, when he was like a young like... man. He was actually no, a very I don't think dapper I have. man. I would imagine that you know if he was a Colonel, he would yeah. probably look this. Look so let's uh, a 
let's let's end on that. It's been it's been a good time. Um, I'd like to thank everyone who watched at home live, and all of you who are listening to the podcast. I'm sorry you had nothing better to do, but I'm glad you spent it with us here. I am C4 with Insaniac. We check out my ranked one and other stuff and Twitch and wonderful things. I'm gonna self plug because I can. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I mean, I mean, yeah. That was all I had. That was all I had. <laughs> <laughs> if you liked it, like, share, and subscribe. We love you all. I hope you guys have a You're great night. People. You are uh, less people. Yeah, they oh, are. No.